Yo, 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 yo. What it is, man? It's your boy Rich and Mike Miner, and we got week 24 of the Coach Class Podcast. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you to all who have been listening, uh, rating, subscribing, doing whatever they need to do to get us heard. Much appreciated. If you could, again, please remember to follow us at uh, the Coach Class Pod on everything. That's Instagram, Gmail if you need to hit us up, Twitter, anything like that, any questions or if you ever want to come on. And um, before we get started, I did want to give like a salute to uh, that first annual podcast only that they're having in um, D.C. Yeah, this yeah, week. you sent me that. Yeah, yeah. shout out to everybody. Doing salute that. to the two people that we know that are on the panel. Uh, that's from the Baltimore County Forever podcast. Shout and, out um, Baltimore County Forever podcast. This ain't no podcast. And this ain't no podcast. Yeah, but we Go gotta, get it in, man. We got a super special one here today. Oh, though. yeah, yeah. This is the, the bloodline, man. The bloodline thick, cuz. <laughs> we got uh, the big cuz, man, the OG. Yes. We, got, we both have the uh, same name. Cause, uh, our cousin. It's a good one. A good older one. cousin, Mike. He's yeah. the man. Yes. Uh, what up, what up? Welcome. Hey, man. Welcome. We wanted to bring you, you through. Um, you were someone that we see working diligently out here oh yeah uh, with that's what you have I, I won't give too much I'll kind of <laughs> a lot of different plays coaching he's coaching that's what yes. we that's what coach yes. class is we bring coaches on yes so this was a you know a particularly special topic for us here so we'll let you go ahead and kind of introduce what you what you do all right um mike spates uh pleasure to be here um the whole Thank idea of like coaching um i feel like it's a great it's a great approach to things, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people out here who are making moves. Technology allows us to do a lot of things we couldn't do in the past, and exactly. so you know, like it, it opens up doors as long as you can think creatively enough to oh to, yeah to, to build a platform for yourself. Right. Um, yeah. uh, before I get into what I do now, I guess thinking about the theme of like coaching, I can go back to when I first started uh, doing web design. Oh yeah, I was at a working at a career placement office and somebody threw a pamphlet on the table that said like design your own websites and this is 99 oh you <laughs> was on the earth that's, that, that's before, dollar before, before people was even talking about going on the internet right, really I right. mean you, people knew it existed but it wasn't like nah it was party of life like game. that nah. right. and I just flipped through the pamphlet and I was like oh, I could do this yeah. And, and and that's 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 how I started doing web design. Like I figured it out, you know, like just by by like reading through that pamphlet and started building sites and there you know, go. That's what's up. Some coaching years later. early. Coaching, man. Way earlier than most have found out. Yeah, ninety nine man. Are charging we, to do we've that been now. on a computer since ninety nine, man. <laughs> the bloodline thick cuz. Yeah, and then you know, so that helped me for a while. Um I did some jobs and, you know, like work for other things, but yeah. that that was a mainstay for like over over ten years or so. Oh yeah, and that that allowed me to at least make a little bit of money, so I could do what actually I really wanted to do, which was train martial arts. Ah, uh, there we go. Let's know, get into that, the <laughs> bones yeah, of the thing. Man. And that's 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 what I do now. I teach and train martial arts. Yeah. Right? So in particular, Wing Chun Kung Fu. Yes. Right? That's so, hard. Okay. That's hard. It is hard. It's very hard. We meant in that for real, for real hard, right? There we go. Yeah. So I was looking up. I saw on YouTube you had a um, video that kind of touched on just like a three-minute mini documentary that you had called uh, "What Was It Constant Constant Forward forward Pressure." pressure. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that was hard. 
I saw the hand speed. <laughs> I like that there because that video gave us a little bit of insight of how you got into it. So yeah. just give us a, a little bit of how you got into right, wanting to yeah. even teach Kung Fu. Art. Yeah, I mean, teaching was never the plan. Okay. Um, you know, growing up, you get into your squabbles. You know, you got you got problems with people. You know, this is before everybody had a gun and a blade and all oh, this yeah, other yeah. stuff. And people just, you know, you threw hands. Yeah. And so growing up, you know, getting into fights. At some point, I started to figure some things out and realize, like, I ain't got to be all angry all the time. You yeah. Know? I, I can just, if it's a fight, it's on, you know, like, just, just do what you got to do. Exactly. And, and that kind of, you know, I grew up watching, you know, martial arts flicks and, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what y'all did. <laughs> yeah. But, but when I realized, like, how much, like, just calming down helped me understand fighting, I was like, huh, if I, if I learned something. Like, like, if I actually knew what to do, yeah. you know, like, because I'm calm enough to actually do something on purpose, yeah. I could really have something. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't until much later that I, I decided, like, All right, I got a little money, I got some time, you know, got out of college, like, I was like, now I'm going to learn martial arts for real. Okay. And, and, that, and that, that's that's how I got into it. And that's I hard. had a friend who did Wing Chun, never heard of it before, before I met him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I found out that was a style Bruce Lee did. Yeah. And, um, Tough, that's right. So I was like, All right, you got my interest, (laughs) yeah, of course. Bruce Lee, yeah, just some research. I had moved to New York and found a place, and you know, it it was it was home, you know, I mean, felt like the right place for me. And uh, this is this is before like the the Ip Man movies, and before a lot of people, I never, most people didn't know about Wing Chun, yeah, (laughs) but but uh. But now it's a bit more popular now with, yeah. with the Oh yeah, it man. It man. That's like <laughs> yeah. the, the, the hottest one that's Kung set Kung movie yeah. in like the last like 20 years yeah, or something. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another one in the works right now. Uh, yeah. It man 4. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw the, I saw the mm-hmm. all of them was hard. Stuff yeah. All of them was yeah. hard. Whole stuff talking about that. Yeah. But um hmm. I guess getting into like with with Wing Chun um what's the direction that you're looking to kind of or I guess where are you guys located? That's probably yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got definitely promote the business. That's what the coaches do. So we in uh, Tacoma Park. Um, uh, You know, it's close to DC. You know, probably like ten minute drive. You know, ten minutes north of DC. Oh yeah. Um, So uh, you know, it's an accessible location for those. Oh yeah, and in Baltimore, that's a forty five minute ride, fellas. If you want to learn that Wayne Chung, get out there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people who travel from um, from Baltimore area, from Northern Virginia. So you know, it's really. You come, you check it out, you like it, you'll, you'll make it happen. Okay. You know? um, there's not a lot of places you can find, um, really, in general, quality martial arts, period. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. such a big business, and people just in there just looking to make get more people, make oh, more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Hand you a belt every six months, you'll stick around, you know, you, you feel like you're doing something. Don't go out in them streets, though, because yeah. you, you find out, like... It's not going to work. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> but that was a, you know, like, Technique 23 did not work. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good thing that I did see from the website. Yeah. You you talk about the, the slow road. You got to be willing yeah. to take the slow road to, yeah. you know, what you need. Yeah, I mean, there's no shortcuts. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's different from, like, if you're doing, like, kickboxing or Muay Thai or something, like, that's sport-based. Yeah. You can kind of streamline things because... And not that there's not... I mean, it's... Hard, I mean, yeah, hard, course, hard training. Yeah, of course. And you got to really have, you know, a high level of skill. Yeah. But because you already know the context you're going to be fighting in, yeah. you can you can streamline a lot of things. Okay. You can get people in there who know how to operate in a ring, how to move around the octagon, you know, how to, how to use the cage to your advantage, lean on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they can teach you a lot of um, a lot of tricks to the trade, like, yeah. very quickly. But ultimately, like, martial arts is supposed to be anywhere, anytime, 
mm. any any person, you know, like you, you don't know. No, oh yeah. No weight class. No, no yeah. idea whether their friend is creeping up behind you. Yeah. You don't know if that bottle on the counter is gonna become a weapon, and so like like that. That's that's ultimately what you're training for. Oh, and right. if you're gonna train for that, it's gonna take you some time to have enough skills, enough tools to be able to handle anything that comes your way. Right. Yeah. If you're not really training oh, yeah. like that in a comprehensive way, then I mean, you can take your self defense seminar for a weekend yeah. and learn some learn some tricks, and maybe it'll work out for you. Yeah. But me, ultimately, it was like, I want to feel like I have a level of skill where I don't feel like I'm taking a big chance. Yeah. Like I feel yeah, like cause probability I, is on my side. Yeah. And all yeah. fights are unorthodox. Yeah. They can't yeah, exactly. tell you, like, you if they try to grab why. you here, <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. You remember you all perfect example? You remember Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Rex Quando. <laughs> Rex Quando. Rex Quando, shorty. I mean, that's more A lot of Rex Quando classes out here, man. A lot of Rex Quando? Yeah. That's a lot of Rex Quando classes. I mean, but that that's that's how it's often presented. This idea of, like, you learn this technique versus that technique, and reality is... First of all, even if someone does the exact thing that you want them to do, which is never going to happen Ever. in a fight, yeah. it's still so many different things that could happen in terms of they're slightly off at this angle, that angle. Yep. You know, like like the lighting is not that good. You can't see that well. Or like the person's a little closer than you used to training with. And so yeah. there's so many variables. You can't train like that. Yeah. You, know, you got you to gotta train hard and long enough to just develop a knack for how to adjust and, and like, yeah, there's no time to think about someone throwing a jab at you like, oh, that's a jab. Let me yeah. do this jab technique. Yeah. Like, nah, don't don't work like that. So for like the the beginners, um, trying to get into it, is it like, is it something that's like physically like really demanding? Because I know a lot of people just get into the point where they just be. don't want to yeah. do like the, the crazy <laughs> endurance running and stuff. I feel like yeah. it would be like it to depends. you know to fight. Yeah, you got to think. I remember being in fights. It felt like. An hour. Of it course. was like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, of that's why. Like, so, judging boxing, people talk yeah. about trash, but that's tough to do. With Yo, self. boxing, you that's gotta totally be. Yeah. Your mind I mean, frame to, gotta to, be crazy. To do twelve rounds, the kind of shape you have to be in is is absurd. Yeah, like, they probably can run like and ten most fights easy. Aren't going I mean, to they, mo- most boxers to warm up each day, they're running at least five miles. Yeah. To start the day, and I'm talking about at a fast and, and pace. They're not that's just like, trying, so what's you know, the, what's steady, the, like, like moving. What yeah. would be a beginning training regimen? Something. That yeah. you're so, to... I mean, Wing Chun. I mean, different different places. You you go to ten Wing Chun places, you see ten different things. Okay. But the way I approach it, I mean, you start off. You're gonna do. You're gonna get used to jump roping a little bit. Um, get you warmed up, and in the beginning, it's actually really straightforward in terms of like you just learn some basic hand movements. You're getting into a stance. Um, but it's not long before you you get moving. Oh. Um, and in the very beginning, we start building like strength in certain areas. Like yeah. um, we do a lot of training on the wrist because um, if you're gonna start punching and hitting things and your wrist is weak, you're gonna you're gonna break your wrist or, or like injure it. Um, and then a lot of it is really like like Wing Chun has a very unique stance that you're in, um, and it takes a lot of time to to get acclimated, right? So mm, so um, that's hard. So it, it's it's uh. <laughs> It's not for the faint of heart, really. Oh, yeah, um, yes. But everybody, you start where you start, and you build up from there. Yeah. So, so I, I don't really, I mean, people come in, they're like, I never played a sport in my life. I never done anything athletic. And sometimes those people, you look six months later, they still there. And the guy who came in, who's like a physical trainer, and yeah. been doing it all their life, and they, they super ready, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to master this. They quit in the day. They quit in the week. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's really, if you got the heart and the drive to, to push through, I mean, you you'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how could people get involved uh, or get, you know, information about Wing Chun? 
And specifically your school. Yeah, yeah. You know? so we're at Wing, Wing Chun MD. Uh, MD is in Maryland. Uh, so if you look up wingchunmd.com, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, if you em- email um, info at wingchunmd.com, uh, that, that's, that's really the best way is just to go to the website. You can schedule a visit there. You can sign up for... Um, you know, a three-week trial there um, to kind of test the waters and see what it's like. I always encourage people, just come check it out. Right. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean, even if you feel like, oh, that's a little too far away, I don't want to commute that far, just come check it out. Yeah. Um, because worst-case scenario, you come, you're like, damn, this is really cool, but I can't make it. Um, at least the place you end up going, the next place you go check out, you, you got some more food for thought. You you, you're, you're, you're better, better prepared to make a good decision because – People seem to think you want to learn martial arts, just go to the martial arts place. It's it's not that easy. Yeah, um, you gotta really like carefully consider and really go. Don't just look at the teacher. Yeah. and see how good they are. Look at the people that the teacher is teaching. Okay, and see what they what they can do. Listen to how things are being explained, like because that's that's where you're gonna be. It, it, oh yeah, your teacher not unless you're paying them to be your bodyguard, they're not yeah. gonna be there when it pops off. Yeah, so, so you want to make true. sure that. You're learning from somebody in a way that you can actually learn something of value. You know? yeah. and, uh, and you can do that at Wing Chun MD. But, you know, there's other places. Wing Chun but, MD, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but we we, we, uh, we focus on quality over quantity. Right? So, like, I'm not looking for a room full of people just to say I got a room full of people. I'm not looking to just make my pockets fatter. You know, like, yeah, I want to make money off of it. Yeah. Uh, I got you know, family, got, got oh, bills yeah. to pay. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, I want to walk in knowing that the people who show up here today they hit a really train. They oh, yeah. They really earn something of value. And learn like, something. Yeah, yeah. And okay. that, that's, the, that's, that's the commitment I make for, my, for myself to make it worth my time, but it's really about the people before me who took the time and effort to, to teach me, um, my teacher, and then, so Sifu is what we say in, in uh, Chinese yeah. martial arts. Okay. So, so, um, so my Sifu. Uh, Sifu means a couple things, but first thing Sifu means is... Uh, if you're really, really old school, it means like t- teacher, father, or the person who's in the position of father, right? Okay. But along with that is a certain kind of relationship you got to have with someone to be that kind of seafood to you. Like you really like, you almost make it like a blood oath. Like I would do whatever you say, whenever you say it. Like yeah. you can burn me with cigarettes, hit me with a stick, and I'll, I'll like that's that's the old way, right? Yeah. Nowadays, more so, we use the other meaning of seafood, which really means just a person who's in a position to help. Okay. And I got years of experience, um, what, over fifth, over 15 years. Um, That's real experience. So, so I've been training Wing Chun. Um, on top of that, you know, I've spent the last six years um, building up a network of um, sparring clubs. So, so, like, it's slowly, growing slowly but surely, but I spar with other martial artists from other styles. Okay. So, um, <sighs> That's so, hard. Yeah. To make sure that what I learn is not just theoretical, right? Yeah. I can actually, actually pull it off. Oh, yeah. A live, oh, a live man. opponent who's doing their own thing. That's I can do hard. my own thing. Where is this? Is this <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to come to come see this, man. <laughs> I mean, that you can find sparringclub.com. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, right. That's another I mean, that's thing. That's another lane that I'm slowly, it's a side project right now. Yeah. But once I get things really where I want them to be with Wing Chun, hopefully... I got plans, you okay. know, hopefully nice. sometime next year, probably okay. by this time next year, I'm going to start pumping that harder. And yeah. the goal is to build like a global network of like local clubs mm-hmm. where like martial arts from all different backgrounds can, can meet up and, and like spar. Um, right now we got one in a, a active club in New York, New York City okay. and, uh, and then one in the DC, Maryland area. Um, 
had one in Philly, but they're kind of on a hiatus right now, so I don't know if they're going to start again. But it don't really take much to do. If you train martial arts, go to sparringclub.com, you know, sign up, send an email. Uh, I can walk you through the process of starting your own club. If you're in Baltimore, if you're somewhere else, if you're in the D.C. area, come through. Uh, we have that's sessions regularly. That's coaching right there. That's, that's what that's we call tough. calling plays right there. You see how you threw that out there? That yeah. was beautiful. But so getting into like with with your like you said seafood. Yeah. He was trained by, or I I, I read yeah. the story and I I read it really quick quickly <laughs> yeah. before I came in yeah, here, so, so I didn't want to get it that. But how could you break down like his connection right, to? So, yeah. So 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 my seafood. His name is Alan Lee. Um, and when he first started, he learned from this, this guy named Sifu Lokyu. And Lokyu was a student of Sifu Yip Man. Or they say uh, Ip Man, but Yip Man, right? Um, so, so my Sifu, you know, trained for a while, became an assistant instructor under, under um, Sifu Lokyu. And um, Sifu Yip Man, he was retired at the time. He used to just hang around. They play mahjong and chess and stuff like that. <laughs> and they just hang around. And he... Got to like my seafood and was like, hey, why don't you become my private disciple? Mm. Um, and that's different than a student, right? Yeah. That, that's like, like I said, that first kind of seafood, like that father role yeah. kind of seafood, like that's that's what that is. So okay. like, so when my seafood got the offer, at first he was kind of hesitant. He was like, I don't know. Then he went to talk to some people, and one of his uncles, I think it was, like slapped him in the back of the head. Are you crazy? Like, <laughs> like it, man, ask you Yo, to, 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 to be a student. They make you movies know, about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about like, that. That's real that's that's where we get that, that. He was but, fucking yeah, my yeah. I'll let you keep going. My bad. <laughs> I'm just like, excited. But, but, oh, yeah. But, but like, so he decided, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then day in, day out for years, he's, he spent training under direct, you know, tutelage of, of hip men. Um, and it's hardcore, old school, kung fu training. I mean, like they, they had to do crazy stuff, to, like in the movies. Yeah, like like uh, so that one movie story. is amazing, by the way, <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. Go yeah. check yeah. out Ip Man if check you haven't. Check that's out what Man. I'm saying. Like that's <laughs> all three. I, all Complex three. again. I don't know who made that. That's just hard. But Complex rated is the number two like kung fu movie, top yeah. twenty five of like all time yeah. type. I mean, it's, I, it's, I can, it's groundbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's good there. acting, and That's, it's and it's yeah. like a good kung fu. But movie. they also had Kill Bill as number one, so I don't uh, know, I don't know about if that's even I mean, a kung I, fu I, movie. I, I enjoyed Kill Bill, but I would it was not a great movie. It as a but it's like movie. not really a kung fu <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Like it wasn't like American. Yeah. Hey. I th- that's that. why when you said it, I would thought they was gonna say Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I know that. That's where I thought they were gonna. Nah. That, I mean, it was it was it, it was popular back in the day. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Let me go ahead and let yeah. you get back into your story. You you want to tell about um? Oh yeah, yeah. So then they were training like yeah. Some of the stories like an example is like um, he would have to go into the outhouse and, and have running water in a lot of places. So part of his training was like to to practice hand speed. He'd have to like punch flies. Right. Wow. <laughs> and he had to like knock a certain amount of flies out the air before he could what? like <laughs> before he no, could go what? on the train the next Jeez. the next thing. So it was really really like the stuff you see in movies. They exaggerate some, yeah. But some of it is like it's pretty. It's, it's I can't like swat a fly. If you ever tried to swat a fly, yo, like, that's like, yeah. pretty and, intense. And that's not, you it's it's hard fast. enough if the fly is sitting on you and you hit it. It's hard enough to get it, but right. when it's flying in the air, it's extremely hard. Yeah, they moving right, and, and so but that's the kind of training that that he did, um, and they train every day, um, okay. and when they train, it was like at least six hours a day, 
um, sometimes up to 12 hours a day. Dang, and that's a real shift. Only day they, they took off was, was uh, the Lunar New Year, so Chinese New Year. That was okay. the only day that they would like take take off. Right? Yeah. Literally, you train all day, you go home, go to sleep, <laughs> get back up. Train all, train all day again. That's how you get nice, though. If you really think about it with anything, practice makes perfect. That's all you live and breathe for years of your life. So it's all you know. I mean, and and, and, uh, I mean, I it's horrible when you're doing it. (laughs) Oh yeah, I couldn't imagine. But but, I mean, you're sore all the time. You're bruised up all the time. You come in some days like I mean, I just from my experience, come in some of the blisters that I've had. Like the whole foot, the bottom of the foot, just gone, just raw. Damn. And you walk in, limp in, you know, and you got to train for three, four hours Damn. on this raw. <laughs> That's real. That's the real <laughs> yeah, deal, man. So. That's the real deal. Yeah, but getting back into uh, your seafood kind of yeah. story, how you got to New York. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he, um, I mean, at that time, it was the big thing. Like, like uh, folks who were in, uh, in Hong Kong, they was trying to, especially the younger younger guys, like like late teens, early 20s, you know, like, mm-hmm. we get out and see the world. And the U.S. was like the spot. I mean, oh, Bruce, yeah. Bruce Lee had already blown up by that time, and uh, and my sister actually met Bruce Lee once. He, he that's at, hard. Uh, yeah, at a cafe or something. But uh, Bruce Lee was a student of of your man before before my sister was was around, right? Oh, um, okay. But he, you know, he met him, you know, like once at a restaurant or something. Yeah. But yeah, but Bruce Lee was big. And like, and so it kind of drew people's attention to the U.S. And a lot of people were coming to New York, and so he was like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." And uh, he uh, moved to New York, and uh, it, it's as fate would have it, like he ended up meeting another one of uh, Yip Man's like disciples, and they ended up like at a school together, and like he was like helping teach there, and like, and this guy was like, <laughs> I read an article once, it called him the dark genius of Wing Chun, oh. and it's it's a, it's a good. <laughs> Good description of him, really, <laughs> uh, because he really—he's a fighter. And oh. He really knows. Yeah, Wing, he knows how to really use Wing Chun highly, highly efficiently. Oh, and so yeah. um, that's hard. And so, and so, my people was able to train with him and really under him because he knew when Yip Man taught him, he was very old. But this guy learned from Yip Man when he was younger. Okay. So he actually like trained with him. Right. And so like his understanding of things was like. In a different way, because he actually like got more got, practice, got more yeah. practice with it, Action, and, yeah. and so they they trained together, and like, yeah, and then years later, you know, school was open, and I came along, and you know, jumped on on, on board. Oh yeah, that's what's up. And you learn from the real ones. Yeah, that man, sounds like man. you learn from the real ones, man. I mean, that wasn't yeah. no that wasn't no Rex Kwando right there. <laughs> yeah. You know the the crazy thing is like, so I mean before Ip Man movies, like he already had a reputation. And, and as being like very well known, at least in Hong Kong and China, he was very well known. Yeah. Um, but the first thing that, that so my sister went to learn from him, like the first day he said he went to train, the first thing he told him was like, he was like, Yo, you believe I have something to teach you? He's like, yeah, of course you do. I mean, like you're, you're a hip man. <laughs> I mean, like, of course right. you got something to teach me. He's like, I don't believe that. He's like, you don't believe anything I tell you until you've trained it and you can do it for yourself. Mm. Then you believe it. And that's the same thing my seafood would always tell us. Like, don't believe me. It's just it's a suggestion I'm giving you. Mm. If you can't do it, don't believe it's real. You mm. know, and, and, and that's that's to me was one of the many things that told me like, oh, there's something to this guy. You know, yeah. like, like there's something because he wasn't he wasn't trying to sell me nothing. He tell you straight up like, you suck. You can't yeah. do it. 
it's, it's not going to work. <laughs> you walk out feeling defeated, but you rather walk out feeling defeated than walk out feeling like inflated, like, oh, I can yeah. do things. Yeah, then you go, go to out, the bar and get pick fights you can't. Right? <laughs> you think you got something you don't have. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a... Uh, that's the thing I learned. It's brutally honest. Oh, wow. Really. I like honesty, yeah. though. That's good. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I mean, it don't feel good. You get punched in the face and <laughs> kicked and bruised up. But but when it happens, you know, okay, that didn't work. Right. The way I'm doing this technique, eh, it don't work. Yeah. And then when you eventually can do it, you know for sure, oh, this actually work. Because mm. this person is really trying to hit me right now. And they, they, they can't do it. Mm. But then, then you know you have something... A value, and nobody has to tell you it's right. Nobody has to tell you it's real, cause you know it. You is. know it. <laughs> you you know for sure. You know, like, and even then, like yeah. when, once I started sparring, that's when I really appreciated. Cause when you're in training, your training partners know what you're training. So uh-huh. when when they throw attacks at you and things like that, like they kind of have a sense of what's gonna happen. Yeah. You spar with somebody, they don't know. They don't know a thing. They yeah. have no idea. What you're doing, I mean, I have no idea what they're doing either. Right. But when I really began to appreciate the training I had is, is when, like, it was like, oh, this stuff works, like, ten times better when the person has no idea what's about to happen. Oh, right? yeah. They just, like, walk right into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's certain things I look at someone and be like, I could do this right now. And I'm like, nah, he's setting me up. Nah, yeah. no way I could pull that off. And so it's almost like, like you're playing <laughs> chess, almost. You're kind of it's, making, it's, it's not that far ahead, of course, of moves, but it's well. I mean, it, it depends on it depends on the the learning curve, right? It depends on like how much more advanced you are okay. than the person who you um you're, you're up against, right? Okay. If, if someone is a really solid opponent with, with like good footwork, it's it's like move for move almost, right? Okay. Like, like you don't know from moment to moment how the situation is going to change. So it really boils down to I mean, all fighting boys down to two things, basically. Who came into that situation more prepared and who was better able to adapt on that given day? Yeah. Right? And adapt could be anything. Like, adapt could be like, um, I punch you, I hit your forehead, I crack my knuckles, yeah. and I got one hand that I can't use. Yeah, you got to adjust. So did I, did I train well enough <laughs> to adapt to that, right? Yeah. It's slippery outside. I don't know about lifting up feet off the ground and kicking if, if, I, if I feel like I might lose my footing or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, like, I got to adapt and figure out a way to deal with it. Or we might be in an elevator. We might be in an open field. Like, you, you don't know where you're going to be, like, when things happen. So, no matter how well prepared you are, it really boils down to on that given day, in that moment, how things unfold and who, who adapts better. Because I, I could be way better than you at fighting. But on that day... You happen to punch in that one place where I made a mistake, and then you yeah. knock me out. Yeah. Anybody Easy. can get knocked. Yeah. Anybody, Anybody can, can get touched. Out. Yeah. Out of a hundred fights, could I knock out Mike Tyson? Maybe. I don't want to fight a hundred times. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> not against that guy. At all. Like, against anybody, but definitely not yeah. Mike Tyson. But but it's just like any anybody could get touched. Yeah. Any, anybody, and that, that's the thing people think like, oh, if I get real skillful. You know, I, I, I could beat anybody. Yeah, I can take people like, well, what do you do against three people? I'm like, don't fight three people. Yeah, <laughs> like, facts. If you have to, you have to. If you're in it and yes. it's happening, you no time to think. You just do what yeah, you got to do and you get out of it. But, but don't, like, go out. Yeah, I'm not looking for a fight yeah. with three people. Yeah. You know? It's not a movie. People got to realize it's not a movie. What you say over there? Yeah. <laughs> like 10 dudes. <laughs> right, ready to go. I mean, I just ask people, when people, I get to ask that a lot. It's one of the common questions I get. There's a few questions I get very common, and one of them is like, what do you do against multiple attackers? And the question I just throw back at them is like, okay, 
if you train for 10, 15 years, you think you could beat everybody on the planet? Like, any individual come up and be like, nah, I couldn't beat everybody. Okay, that's yeah. one person. That's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So all it means is, like, if you're fighting three people, one of them, you know, if, if one of them yeah, is a problem. Exactly. That means there's two more sets of hands and legs that's flying at you on top of the one that's already a problem. So exactly. You're, you're in fantasy land. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, movies did yeah. a lot of that. Because, yeah. you know, like, yeah. movies, if you like, ten happens. dudes, they yeah. come one, one by one. Time, <laughs> like, why don't they all just attack the, the guy at once? I used to think that as a kid, and I'm just yeah. like, maybe, I don't know. That's a movie yeah. effect, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, I mean, there, there are instances where... People, you know, they beat up multiple people. And it's not that yeah. you can't do it. I'm just saying, that shouldn't... If you just starting out, that shouldn't be your goal. Can I deal with one guy? Just learn the basics right here. Just learn how to punch. That should be the first thing you learn how to do. Yeah. Other question, I guess, is weapons. Like, can you teach me weapons? Like, it's, it's not movies. Like, weapons are designed to up the ante. You know, uh-huh. cause, cause more harm to people. And it's like, one, I don't know you. Right. So why yeah. I'm, why I'm gonna put a weapon in your hand and teach you how to how to That's use a good how way to use yeah, a weapon? I never even thought about that. <laughs> like I don't know who you are. Yeah, I don't know you what you want to do. You, learn so you, you might be like like pissed off at your wife. Like I got yeah. something for you. And it's crazy these out. days. It's <laughs> crazy out here these days. Man. Six months, I'm gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get you. But that, wow, that, that that to me is the thing. Like like anybody who really knows how to use weapons well. I mean, at a high level, well, not anybody, but most people, they hold that tight. They yeah. hold that close. You should, to, though. Like, like, it and think like about it, it like, when you said it like yeah. that, that should be Almost something seems that's like, like an instrument. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, really, like, fist fight, mm-hmm. people can take a lot of damage. Yeah. You, you can hurt somebody really bad, and their heart keep ticking, they keep yeah. going. You put a one-inch, two-inch blade in their hand, stories change. Oh, yeah, like, man. A sword? <laughs> Bruh, if somebody came out with a sword, sword I'm running, bro. Yeah, sword, I'm yeah, getting out of there. It's a different story. Yeah. You, know, you, you even put, like, sticks in someone's hand. Like, it's a different yeah. different story because the, the, the kind of trauma you're going to take, you know, getting hit by those things, especially a blade, you know, one cut in the right place is, is over. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, so, like, easy. Yeah, so, I mean, my, my thing is don't. You shouldn't be concerned about weapons, you know, like when, when you first start training. And, and a weapon, the way we, in Wing Chun, the way we think is the weapon is an, is an extension of the body. Mm-hmm. So if you can't handle yourself with your own body, putting a weapon in your hand is not going to make you any better suited for that. And yeah. I always assume if we're talking about weapon, unless you're just like a jerk who's out there just going stabbing people, then I assume you have a weapon in your hand because the threat level is that high, which yeah. means that other person must have a weapon in their hand too, yeah. which means that you can cut them, they can cut you. Right. you know? yeah. and, so, and so, like, the, the ante is way, way, way up there. Yeah, you know, way too high. Do, this is not the Matrix, it. guys. <laughs> you will not dodge it. man. I'm telling you, it's all about this. It's coming from the movies. Like, I guess getting into the movies, Kung Fu movies, I guess we're yeah. going to get into oh, yeah. real quick. Well, since we got a guest on, we got we need <laughs> yeah. your top three Kung Fu Ooh. movies of all time. And I'm talking all, about yeah. 70s. 80s, oh, 90s, whatever ones that, that really influence you. You could just get okay, three. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just three. Yeah, just I'm not going to order them. That's, that's but, too but I'm going to say, uh, man, top three. I'm going to have to put Last Dragon in there because that, that was... That oh, was, yeah, that was fire. That was like... Last Dragon, Bruce Leroy, yeah. everybody <laughs> in there, baby. I mean, that, that was the you know, first yeah. time seeing black characters. Yeah. You know, in, in a black <laughs> environment. In, in a black environment. In a kung fu, you know, flick. So that definitely is... You know, at the top. Um, honestly, you're talking about like real 
films that influenced me, then then I, I would say Bloodsport was oh, one of them. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. The Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, the Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. I don't know if it's necessarily a kung fu flick, but but it was. I mean, it was, it was a martial. It was a, no. It was martial arts. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that's that. a kung fu flick. That. that was a kung yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Jean yeah, Claude like, was the man back in the nineties, y'all. Yeah, yeah, but that whole underground tournament scene and like oh, yeah, them yeah. like fighting that 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 really um you know inspired me. And then I would have to say more recently. Um, I mean, a lot of people talk about the Ip Man movies, but I think an even better movie uh, about Ip Man is The Grandmaster. Okay. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that yet. That's another one. It actually was a really, really big film, too. They could watch it. The Grandmaster? <laughs> the Grandmaster. Check that out. I'm going to check that out. It was on Netflix. It probably still is on Netflix now, but The Grandmaster, that is, it's like, it's just really, really well done. It's, it's okay. like it's like an art film. Like it took them like seven years to make the film mm, and like everything. Yeah. I mean, you got to get a big enough screen to really appreciate it and like like. Uh, but it really gets into what the heart and soul of like like kung fu is all about and like okay. the customs and like. I mean, it's got some you know some really really good action scenes, but yeah. um, but it's really I like it because it really like it's it's real true to like what what kung fu is about. Mm. And, like the whole challenge culture and like you know you repping your your lineage and things like that right. and like 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 it's sounds legit sounds like sounds like my cup of tea and it's uh, made by one uh, one Carl Wai who was um he became famous uh, off the um the matrix he was, oh, he was, like, oh like the shit. choreographer mm. for, the, for the matrix yeah. Mm. Yeah. that movie changed my life <laughs> the matrix was amazing yeah. Yeah. um i guess for me if I could think of any, because I had Last Dragon in there, of course. That seems to be, I guess that's going to be a consistency yeah, around yeah, the board, yeah. so no reason to announce that again. Other ones I had looked up, because I, I cheated, so I looked up <laughs> a little bit earlier. Always um, taking notes. I would say Ong Bak. I kind of oh, was hard. Yeah, yeah. Just for yeah. the element What's the of like, when Tony it came out. Tony Jai. Yeah, yeah, Tony Jai, taking people oh, down man. with that bow, shorty. Like, and that when was... it came out, like nobody had, I hadn't seen anything like Yo, that. Yo, remember the reaction the in the movie theater yes. when dad yeah. took us to see that? Yes. Sir. Yo. Yeah, I mean, I, if Ong Bak is, is up there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's one of the ones. movie was legit. And then knowing, like, because when I saw that, I was like, who is this dude? What, yes. what is he doing? He was like, like, how, how is this film? Yo. So I went and researched it and yeah. found out he had no wires, Yo. No, yeah. nothing happening. He was him. running, he was running across people's shoulders crazy. and like all kind of oh, like man. like it was yeah. Ongbak is definitely that was know, a tough <laughs> of course they went a little far. I made a bunch of them down yeah. the line. But yeah, it was, yeah. That first one was the one. Yeah, the first one was the one. Yeah. After that, it kind of lost me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, after that. The first one. <laughs> I don't even really remember the other ones. Yeah. No, I just, I ain't gonna lie, yo. After that, I watched the other ones for action. Oh, I watched like, them for the scenes, heads, yeah, but because remember, you know, he had a little hot streak. What was, yeah. I, that was probably like two thousand. Six, eight, yeah. eight, nine. Like yeah. he had all kind of movies back yeah. then. They weren't all good. Yeah, it, but it was kung fu. <laughs> yeah. Well, Muay Thai. Wait, Muay Thai. He was working. Muay Thai. He was he's taking, actually taking um, people down. Muay, Muay Baron, which is like the so Muay Thai is the sport. Uh-huh. But the sport was built out of the old traditional art. Muay, Muay Baron. Okay. Which, which, oh, which, okay. Which, uh, so a lot of stuff he's doing in the in the film when you. I, I think it was Ongbok in the film. He's doing like one of the form, like like an elephant form or oh, something yeah. like that. Like yeah. that's that's not Muay Thai. That, that scene that's, was crazy. That's before, the, like before Muay Thai. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he was breaking everybody's yeah. leg. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> leg got broke. About ten dudes' legs got broke, son. Like I forgot about that scene. But yeah, I would say that, and then probably probably the it man. That was yeah. probably my yeah. See, with me, I have old old favorites like. 
um, when I was a kid, like, I, you remember, yo, I was, like, in a, in a phase where I was buying the old-ass kung fu movies, yeah, like, the DVDs uh, and stuff. If we, anything so, we could find at random I, shops or anything. And I know you probably won't appreciate this, because this is not <laughs> realistic at all, but this is The 36th Chamber. Yeah, not 36 was Chamber one of my was, favorite was, movies was. of all time. Yeah. Um, we had The Five Deadly Venoms. Okay. Yeah. Which was hard body. Like, yeah. that was yeah. so I mean, hard, I mean, that's classic. I mean, yeah. if you ask most people, yeah. they in their top five, five, yeah, those will be all the old sure. school Kung Fu oh, fans. And what was the movie you told, what we was talking about right before this, with the guy that used to throw the hat oh, and he used to uh, flying rip people. Oh, yeah. Dad, yeah. my father yeah. put yeah. us on with that those, back those in the day. Classics. Like, <laughs> those are all fire, classics. Fire, son. Yeah. But most yeah. people my age don't even know about that. It's just like, yeah, I mean, like, all those are like 60s, 70s, 80s. But I feel like black, especially black people, should start Start watching some shit. Yeah, man, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they they were big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what uh, happened? People, like, I mean, like they used to have shops. If you even even in Brooklyn now, like I passed by this this store um not too long ago, and it's still they ain't changed their sign in forever since like the eighties or something. Yeah. But they still say Kung Fu Flicks and in, in uh, uh, because like people used to come specifically for like yeah, all, all the I, new I would go to places like, Kung like Fu that. Flicks. They yeah. had places like that for sure. Yeah, but yeah, outside of the movies. Um, anything going on in the in the the culture right now? Like, yeah, um, I was actually I, I had mad notes because it was <laughs> it was crazy. I, was, I know we I always do a Chun, brief man. a brief touch on sports. Mm-hmm. We were a little depressed last night, yo. That was that was annoying watching because it was like a bittersweet battle last night with the Ravens and oh, Bengals. Because yeah. I have AJ Green on both of my, both of my fantasy uh, teams, but I was pissed <laughs> off that he was doing all that. Like I'm yeah, like, bro, this is ridiculous. I was very upset, but I feel like we still have a good team. Um, you know, uh, we just got to play all four quarters. Well, what happened was Mosley went down in that first quarter. Mm-hmm. Mosley went down with that bone bruise, and the defense completely deflated. You scored all three touchdowns in the first quarter. But that was on that the was corners exactly and when safeties, he went down. Though. But he couldn't get any pressure. You don't get any pressure from the linebacker. You don't you get any coverage yeah. from that linebacker. Yeah. You got all day to throw the ball. Yo, what's Mosley's the, a key piece. Who's number 40, bro? The linebacker. He's a monster. Young is crazy. Young. He had like seven tackles in He's the first monster. half. He's he was raw. outside yeah, linebacker, yeah. like running down, yeah. tracking. He's so raw right now, but he's he's a monster. I, I bang like with him. him. Um, of course, you know me. I'm a I'm I'm not. I I, I always uh, am very on the pro black side. So I was just saying that um, it's ridiculous that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job with the two quarterbacks that they have at Buffalo. Oh yeah. Since that was Sunday, we had Sunday and then Thursday, so it was kind of like yeah, we had less two than games to talk about. So they, we killed Buffalo in that first stomp the mud hole in them. Like I don't think they'll be good though because that what was his name? Peterman, Prettyman, Peterman. He's not. Oh, the starter he's now. trash. Bro. I mean, but, they made the rookie to start. So with Cap, do you think Cap will ever <laughs> get a job in the NFL? Um, to be honest, I don't think so. I, I, um, I it, highly like, doubt it. You gotta think. <laughs> like, be honest, the, the, hi- the hierarchy <laughs> yeah. and that that runs that is definitely probably it's, the same people that uh, a descendants of the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio played <laughs> on Django. <laughs> so that's that's ninety yeah. percent of their uh, catalog. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's as a business move, it's too risky on yeah. their part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just it's, it'd yeah, be too controversial of a move. Yeah. to even let it's that sick, happen. It's sick though. It shouldn't yeah. even matter. Yeah. It shouldn't it even matter. Should, it shouldn't. I don't understand how this got. And my biggest thing last year. Well, a year and a half when this came ago, or two years when this came out, why is the head of state or the the country yeah. 
commenting. Right, press what the, what the NFL is doing. That's like you being like, oh, I don't like what happened on this boxing match. Well, let's make this a big, important topic. Like, so, over all the debt that we're in, the trillions of dollars we owe other countries, everything so, else that should be To me, on. it boils down to, so I used to be involved with a lot of activist stuff, a lot of community organizing, police brutality cases, and political yeah. prisoners and stuff. And there's this thing called struggle fatigue, right? And if you work in a, a whole bunch of campaigns and, you know, some of them go a little somewhere, but most of them go, like, hardly anywhere, yeah. you just get worn down. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you start to make some headway somewhere, it, it just makes you more vulnerable to, like, you exactly. know, kind of fall apart. And yeah. that, to me, is why, that's one of the reasons why, you know, the president would chime in on it. Because, yeah. like, everybody's paying attention to what he's saying, mm. and so if he says something about it, they pay attention to that, and it mm. becomes a bigger issue. Yeah. And now you got to be upset about, you know, what's happening with Kaepernick. You got to be upset about this and yeah. that, and the, the the trade deals, and him backing out of the climate accord. And right. Right. You got yeah. you got so many things to be upset with. So they keep throwing throwing things out there. You know, I mean, they keep talking about Hillary, lock yeah. her up, like, like switch she, it up, like, like, like she's like, not like, What's happening? Why do you keep talking about Hillary? Or oh, keep throwing out Obama, like what he got to do? Like, while he's not his I don't get it, bro. So I, I think it's just it's, it's, it's clever distraction. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, to just keep you keep you distracted. I mean, the thing is, Trump. I give Trump credit for one thing, and that's his, his career in reality TV has has been really phenomenal. Yeah. And I think he found his calling because he's a narcissist, and yes. like, what Yo, better place so to be than reality TV? Whoever is. And manager. I consider his president. Reality TV. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't care. His team, him, all of that. He thing. doesn't care. Don't they matter. stick to their their plan. I mean, they, think about they, TV they though. With it. What does TV care about? They care about ratings because yeah. ratings gets you sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the presidency. They don't care about like people and lives and, yeah. and what That's the true. policies actually mean. Mm. They care about ratings. Nice. What's going to get me reelected, right? And then, and then they care about sponsorship. Yeah. What's going to keep the lobbyists paying me money? Right? That's yeah. that's their sponsors, you know. So it's it's, it's real. Factual statements. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real simple. That was a very intellectual take on that. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that we had that. Everybody so that game up. Back. Well, fuck, boy, people have yeah. <laughs> no sense to it. <laughs> so um, on on a lighter note, um, uh, a very close young lady that I'm very very close to uh, did something nice for me and got me the new Spider-Man video game. Right. I want to say shout out <laughs> to her. I really appreciate you. I don't want you to think you're hidden. I just don't like my personal life in this kind of stuff. Oh, this but say, hold on. But that's a I want to say, you, man. I yeah. that. yo, I you know, that. I don't, I don't never bring no intel out. Like this. I, I really appreciate what you did for me. I've been playing Spider-Man all week. Doing all kind of crazy ass missions. You listened to the podcast and you looked out and you knew it was a tough time. You know this week. Yeah. And you grabbed me Spider Man and you was all like, right. yo, just just a little something to bring the bring the bring the edge off. That's I really dope. appreciate that. That's dope. And the game is hard as fuck. <laughs> Go out there and buy this new Spider Man, if you will. Um, it looked dope when you when I came yo, in here. I was, you were I was, the mission. Nigga, they got Wilson Fisk on there, Electro, all type of characters. Yeah, really I go back to characters. Nintendo Double Dribble. Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> so seeing Spider Man now is like, yo, you like, what? whoa, yeah, it's like a movie. That was insane. The scenes you was doing. Yeah, this game is is definitely. It legit. looked like I grabbed the two K, so I was playing two K. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know like you're a straight sports first guy, bro. You've been doing. You've been busting me up on the sports game since like. 
into the Spider-Mans and the shooting games. Yeah, like, you do something else, change changes genre. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you I'm got a lot better the shooting games. Later. I'm legit. Yeah, the other yeah. games. What, the shooting games? I, I, I straight get a 15 and 5 every time, but like, sports, he's busting my ass. Right. It's going to be bad. I don't even play this guy, man. Um, <laughs> we got another big event, though, uh, coming up tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and I want to give you your kudos for last week because I really thought oh, Danny yeah. Garcia will win that fight. Sean Mosley won. I'm mean, Shane Mosley. What's nah. it? Nah, not Shane Mosley. Uh, Sean Porter. Sean Porter. Excuse me. Sean Porter won the fight. Um, I still feel like it was a draw. He did do enough to win, but it was like it wasn't definitive on each any side. He just controlled the pace at the end, and I'm starting to realize that's what it's about in boxing. So it's the busier, it's the yeah. busier person. Yeah, looks, and know, I want to give you kudos though, because I didn't call it. I thought Danny Garcia was a much better boxer than him, but I was proven wrong. He has the belt that Keith Thurman had now. Mm-hmm. Um, As you said though, I had to cut you off. My bad. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I think it was. It could, if they would have called it a draw, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, I thought it was a split decision. They gave unanimous to Porter, so I was yeah. like, God damn. I don't think it was a unanimous no. decision. That unanimous was a little bit a little petty. Much, like, come on, guys. Split, like, if you watch the fight round for round, it was like very hard. Even the one rounds he won, it wasn't like he was. But anybody set, was thrashing anybody. You saw it set us up for potentially Porter Earl Spence if they actually. Saw Earl the Spence will thrash. Sean Porter. You think so? Yes. I feel like I Danny so Garcia will be a better fight just because he's better skill-wise. Okay. Granted, it is hard to beat somebody like that because even you remember when Floyd fought Marcos Maradona, mm. like that was the first the person that landed a, a punch because yeah. he was so wild and unorthodox. Yes. It's like he's landing punches. That. Like So it's guys like that are, are very tough to beat. Yeah, um, I mean, but boxing has become more and more heavy on the technical side. I mean, yeah. I think Floyd has had a lot to oh, do with it. Oh, Floyd, man, and these guys there. don't want to take <laughs> no losses. Like, the best yeah. don't really fight yeah. the best yeah. anymore. I hate that. Yeah. That's the Except for yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. With Canelo Alvarez and Triple, Triple G. G. Uh, and because yeah. if you're free tomorrow night, come out and watch the fight. This <laughs> is going to be crazy. Canelo Alvarez is my man. By the way, my T-shirt was supposed to come today, and it didn't come. So I'm going to be upset about Canelo Alvarez. I've been a Canelo Alvarez fan, man. I got him. Everybody has Triple G. Accept me. Because nah. Triple G has a lot of power, yeah. you know, and, and Canelo got, had the, um, the what was it? Uh, uh, the, the Tributerol. Or tributerol. Something. Some gr- hormone oh, that was like a steroid. Yeah. Like, you know, he said he got it from the beef in Mexico. I'm like, that's not real. He, yeah. he would take yeah, Tributerol. Yeah. But, <laughs> but neither here nor there. He did jump up from um, 147 to whatever weight class they are now. So he got like real brolic. Yeah, and that's I was real like, hard, uh, though. Because when, when, you, yeah. when you're used to fighting at a certain weight. Exactly. Like, it's, it's, that don't Five just turn and in boxing, yeah, I mean, like, seven pounds is, is like a hundred, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, like real talk, take a lot away from cut, cutting weight and fighting is yeah, is no I, joke. See, that's what <laughs> I wanted I to could, get see, into. Because like, yeah. if you heard what you, my man Isaiah, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, texted yes. us in the group chat, said he looked kind of skinny and scrawny. Uh huh. I think that's because he did Yo, the weight cut thing. But yeah. I think I think skinny and scrawny is gonna win the bout. He's just not gotta outbox this Yeah, healthy. but not if it's not you though. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you not but, if you used to work in that weight, then then you can do it. But, but if you look at Canelo, prior to Floyd, he was always lean like that. He just got beefy in like the last like three yeah. fights. So who knows how long yeah, he was that, using that's the, true, though. the yeah, stocky yeah, method? Because he used to, to be body. like, a, I'm gonna yeah. outbox yeah. you, get close. 
stay trade, back and give you the work trade. like type fighter. Now he he can't do that. He just was like, though. there's no way you could trade with. Triple that's Triple. why you outbox him. Yeah, that's I all I'm saying, and, and I'm gonna stick with that. We'll happens, I hope man. I don't come back next week upset. <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm, I was three and zero last week on fights. I'm gonna try to do the same thing again tomorrow on the fight or today. Oh yeah. If y'all listening, it's gonna be today on the fights technically. Yeah, and um, it was definitely um, yeah, yeah, the, and the fights are gonna be great. So um, with the this week in the news, I know you don't live in Baltimore anymore. You're in Silver Spring now. Um, and what 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 is it called where you live at? Um, out in, yeah, I live in like, Silver Spring. Oh, right both Silver Springers. <laughs> Tacoma Park so, is still technically yeah. oh okay, okay. It's right County, next, yeah, like it's right. County. Oh yeah, same area. So um, I saw that it was crazy. Like the, I feel like the youth, as as young African Americans, we got to try to instill some kind of values in our own people instead of being angry, and try to live by a code again. It was very sad. It was a, a some kind of in Lansdowne. It was a shooting at a funeral this week. Mm-hmm. Like so, I guess the brother must have been into some. Of course, you know that life caught yeah. up to him, and some people came and shot the funeral up and. Killed somebody at the funeral, and then another guy got uh, shot and died today. So, man, we I just want to say rest in peace to them, and we got to chill on that uh, craziness. Well, about nah, that. it was a, yeah. it was a shooting at a funeral. Like that's that's crazy as hell. Yeah. I mean, that's something they used to do back in the the bigger gang days. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, like yeah. 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 colors. I think 80s. colors had that. Yeah, colors was yeah, colors was definitely a good one. We don't live in colors, bro. We live in Baltimore. <laughs> What's happening with Lansdowne? Nah, That's Baltimore it's just, County. It's yeah. rough Technically. now. Because hey, what I'm starting to realize, because like where my job is, it's, it's an area that's becoming gentrified, but it's around a lot of um, areas that aren't so stable uh, financially. So it's like um, you can kind of see like the anger and like just like, like people, like they'll step on anybody's neck, but it's hard to understand where people are coming from. Because imagine if you felt like nobody was there for you, like in and you, life is really, really, really hard from a really, really young age. If you notice, all the people that's doing all these crazy shootings are usually young guys, yeah. like yeah. very that's young, true, very young. Like even um, God rest our soul, the guy that uh, hit that police officer, he was like fifteen years old or something like that. Like oh, sixteen max, yeah. Oh, like he ran her over. Like yeah. yo, yeah. if we gonna push um, like the mental health thing, like they need to be like. This is a kid that's five years over being 10. Mm-hmm. And he ran, his first thought when he saw the cops come was to run over a yeah. cop. Like, yeah. that's some kind of PTSD. Mentally, you got to be I mean, just there. There was, there was a case in Chicago, I think, uh, where an 18-year-old, he's at home, and people have been breaking into houses. Yeah. And the cops come behind his house, and he ends up shooting. He shoots the cop. Right? Yeah. But Damn. he thought it was a break-in. That's crazy. They, they, but they PTSD, throwing, they, though, is rough, though, they throwing man. the book at him. Yeah, <laughs> of course. They, they say, I mean, oh, you like, already know. Look, you can't identify yourself. Down there in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. With the, the guy that got killed. Oh, in yeah. Lady yeah, must yeah, have been the, the guy apartment. Wrong, the wrong apartment. How do you just walk <laughs> in the wrong apartment? She was, she was fair. And she liked him. Or they was messing with each other. He was done with her. And she came in there and I mean, that, that's that's the word that, you know, that, that they had a relationship with. It's like, just like, obvious. Yeah, like, yo, I mean, even if I was if I was drunk out my mind, if I went in my house, I'm like, 
This is in my house. Well, that would be the first like, thing in my mind. How you get in the house, though? Yeah. How did you get like, in? Exactly. <laughs> like, 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 like the door Damn, closed and locked. Her eyes and cross her <laughs> they talk about all. they found stuff in there. And like yeah. they, they're trying to vent, they're trying to villainize them now. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're saying they found some found weed. Some like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, what that's is weed? How can you with somebody busting in your house? I don't care if they had a party. Nigga, he could have been in there smoking crack cocaine. You can't come in a nigga house and shoot him. It's not the Punisher, bro. You That's but wow, yo. Yeah, she was watching the Punisher on Netflix. <laughs> um, so, last hope this uh, weekend doesn't get too crazy though. I know y'all saw all those hurricanes that yeah. are in route. Let's just pray everybody's safe and it doesn't get too crazy out there. It's, it's down there in North Carolina. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They said North Carolina, it's South Carolina Florence, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all ever wonder like, do they pay the reporters like overtime to be standing by the water when it's when it's, when the eye about to hit? Yo, it was a nigga there, walking by on the pier, but imagine, wind blowing today. Imagine that video goes viral now. Yeah, everybody I was about to say that's about that the guy surprise. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, nigga's yeah. about to go. Yeah, that's it. You about to get that anchor job? What they do it for, bro? You either get the anchor job or you get sucked up off the pier. Do, Maybe they tied tied to something or something like that. No, you gotta nah, realize right. people are in like war zones and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. This is, yeah. We're just looking oh, at the weather. Yeah, people. I did see I a mean, lot of people in war zones and do that. I, I did I, see that when I was in uh, traveling. I, I I swear I saw a guy get shot like like the, wow. the, on, on CNN International and, and like he's talking and he's just admitting. Wow. And he just drops down oh, like shit. he's in northern Afghanistan. It's the hazard of the job to make if you want to make it big like. You know, the big yeah, I mean, you, you, you take the easy jobs, you, you don't, you don't yeah. move. Shout you out gotta, to the reporters that's yeah. taking them out. Shit, man. I hope you become like Ron <laughs> Burgundy. Wasn't for me. Bro. I hope you become the next Ron Burgundy. Uh, B. Who used to be out there in the weather? Uh, Ball head dude. That's up there. In the Stan Stovall? What? No, not Stan. Oh, Roker. Al Roker. Roker used to be out there in the hurricanes. Yeah, Al Yeah, he on today show. He's making millions of dollars. Al Roker getting money, B. I'm not mad at Al Roker. Get that money, son. So, um, you know, as a family, we always been into the movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You feel me? So, it's some movies that look like they may be trash coming out, but I feel like <laughs> okay. I still want to see them. Yeah. I think we touched lightly on it uh, before me and you. How do y'all feel about this new Venom movie with uh, Tom Hardy? Uh, I mean... That's, what, <laughs> I was, I was, that's the same thing I always think of. what you just said. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do we need a full length Venom yeah. movie for? I, I honestly, really, Venom was one, was my favorite villain on Spider Man, like in the cartoon comic book days, because I thought he yeah. was just like. So they're making cool. him a villain. In I mean, the movie? I, mean I think like it's just, I think it's gonna be like or he's gonna be like hero, it's gonna show his man. backstory, like yeah. oh this alien thing got on me and now I'm crazy. I mean, I, I think if they if they make Venom Venom, like, like actually make it like a, a yeah. dark, like make it like yeah, need, not a yeah. hero movie. But they said but they like, dropped it from yeah. rated R to PG-13 uh, now, so it's probably going to be trash. They should have had it where he was just straight running through taking people down. You gotta be doing some wild stuff. I need to see some killing. Yeah. Alright, so I know what y'all gonna say about this too. What about the new Predator that comes out today? With the extra big Predator? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. That one out I mean, how many aliens and predators they gonna? No, they got about thirteen of them joints using now, that, bro. That, whatever that technique yeah. is, these producers come in here and be like, "Oh, let's just bring back the old things." So well, I mean, Jurassic so, Park. so I, I know somebody who works in, in like really in, in Hollywood and right, all yeah. with the X Men films and stuff. And he's like, "Look, studios, there's only two things that they that they're doing right now, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's it's either it's gonna the main thing they're doing is rebooting 
either sequels or reboots. That's Sean, right. There's so many movies. <laughs> I can't think of like an original title that yeah. came out yeah, right. in a long time. Other than like Black Klansman and um, I don't know if White Boy was, Rick is, but because like, the budgets are so big on movies these yeah. days, that means that your investment is so big, you can't take the chance. Yeah. I mean, you got a new idea, you might really love it. People might not be feeling it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They can't take you got hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. You, you, it's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a. Oh, I was saying, If Man 4 is, is going to be coming out. Oh, yeah, If Man 4, man. Y'all got to go say, Well, it's yeah. probably going to be, I don't know, like oh. something that comes to the Netflix or like, are they going to try to No, I mean, I think it's going to be a movie like, Ooh, in the theaters. Oh, support and, uh, yeah, There's yeah. also a, a, um, a spinoff mm-hmm. from It Man 3. Uh, I don't know if you saw It Man 3. Yeah, I saw it. But the, the other Wing Chun guy who he fought, he, he has his own spinoff movie oh, now mm. called, called, called Ma- Master Z. And, and that one is uh, they started promoting it, so it must be coming out soon. But that, that one is going to be um, actually, I like his character the best in, in that movie. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the way he he kind of represented Wing Chun was actually better than than the um, Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. So I'm spicy takes from someone out. that knows what's really going <laughs> hey, on. Man, that's, yeah. Spicy takes. <laughs> And um, I have uh, just my last little ironic take for this week. So I saw this video. It's a viral video that came out um, this week. And it's it's so ironic because it's like the tables turn. And you see, it seems like in every scenario, no matter what, like even with the guy that got shot in his apartment, they always try to villainize mm-hmm. black people. So it was a group of three black officers. They had this white guy arrested at the gas station. He's locked up hands cuffed, he's like yelling, cussing them out, calling them N-words, all kind of stuff like this. You know what the black people did? They calmly arrested him, and they yeah. didn't beat him brutally, yeah. and they didn't shoot him. That, so let's just take that ironic go. take. <laughs> let's take you. that ironic take and yeah. soak on that and just let that and, hit your And mind. if they didn't do that, yeah. they, I mean, they had to do it that. Be oh, no bro. 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 Be no they would have just slapped him in his head. They would have yeah. gave him the book. They would have been locked up for life. They would have lost jobs and everything. Yeah. Just like if the roles was reversed, what happened in Dallas? Yep. Yeah. Yo, no questions asked. You thought it was your apartment, son? That's the got worst alibi man. ever. Yeah, they like to execute people yeah. in Texas. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a little, it's a little risque like, down there. <laughs> it's a little risque down there. <laughs> but where we at? Where we at with time? I'm making good time. Yeah. Yeah, so... I guess we go ahead and what you gonna close it off? Yeah, yeah, do? yeah. We gonna but before we do that, I want you to guess uh, go one more time, cause and promote your uh, school and let them know where you could be contacted at, cause that's very important. And if you into any kind of martial arts, go out and see my cousin. He's a legit dude, humble guy. I don't go want you guys out here looking like Forrest Whitaker and uh, Ghost Dog. <laughs> yeah, and don't get Rex Kondo out here, yeah, yeah, man. Rex Kondo yeah, going crazy. Oh, is Forrest Whitaker Ghost Dog? Oh, snap. I had to pull out the back of my mind like Forrest Whitaker. Like, oh, yeah, you're on rooftop. I don't want y'all out here looking like Forrest Whitaker. Nah, don't be Ghost Dog. Go out there and do But Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so if you don't want to be like Ghost Dog, then... You can come to Wing Chun MD, uh, wingchunmd.com. If you want to shoot an email, info at wingchunmd.com. Um, find us on Twitter, uh, mostly on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, like us, follow us, you know, spread the word. Uh, if you're interested, you can take a three-week trial, test the water, see how it goes. Uh, but even before that, before you dish out any money, just come by, check it out, see if it's a good fit for you. Show love. Um, yeah, if you already train martial arts, 
and you're looking to expand your horizons, go to sparringclub.com. You know, like we got sessions. We actually got a session this Sunday um, mm. in D.C. Um, and then we, we're going to be, um, you know, every six to eight weeks, we'll, we'll have sessions, you know, in okay. D.C. And, and in New York. So, you know, check that out. And if you're interested, you know, I mean, Baltimore is not that far away. But if you want to start your own club in Baltimore or, or, or wherever, Philly, wherever, then, you know, hit me up and, you know, we, we can do that. There's so <laughs> much goddamn anger in Baltimore. Y'all need to start doing <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, y'all yeah. goddamn need some, some kind of positive <laughs> outlet. We, I think, think we like five. We ain't even that big. It's 45 minutes that. around the beltway. Yeah. Let's give it some, get, catch a quick spar feed in there for somebody that you don't <laughs> like too much. You know? But um, outside of that, again, we appreciate you coming through. Yeah, thanks Any again. Any announcements that you have <laughs> down the line, just let yeah. us know. And yeah, we all, we're always yeah, shout it out on here. Always the cooking platform up something, bills, so. we're going to show love. Okay. But we'll go ahead and close it out how yeah. we normally do. We close it out. it out like we do every week. We want to say rest in peace to Big Reese. Without you, any of this uh, mixing and all this kind of stuff wouldn't be possible. Indeed. So shout out to you. And, you know, we got week 24 of that Coach Class podcast. Thank y'all for listening, man. Thank you, man. Make sure y'all hit us up at Coach Class Pod. Peace. They ask me when I'm coaching right. I said wrong coaching life. I said wrong coaching life. I said wrong coaching life. They ask me when I'm coaching right. I said wrong coaching life. 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 I said wrong coaching life.